No. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. That was for you and me. Welcome to the Magic Hours podcast, the podcast where we discuss art, pop culture, and spirituality. I'm your host, Zoe Flowers, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into the show. All right, let's go ahead and try this again. So I am Zoe Flowers. This is the Magic Hours. I'm so excited for today's show. This is actually a take two. (laughs) It is (laughs) retrograde. By the time you all hear this, we will be out of the retrograde. We'll still be in the shadow of the retrograde, but we will be out of, quote unquote, the thick of things, right? So today I get to talk to Granddaughter Crow, also known as Dr. Joy Gray. Dr. Gray holds a doctorate in leadership, internationally recognized as a medicine person. She comes from a long line of spiritual leaders as a member of the Navajo Nation. She's an award-winning author of The Journey of the Soul, Wisdom of the Natural World, which came out in 2021, and Belief, Being, and Beyond, which came out in June 2022. So she has definitely been busy getting these books out. Both of these books were published by Llewellyn Press, and she's dedicated her life to inspiring, encouraging, and empowering individuals to be their authentic self. So, Granddaughter Crow, let's just go ahead and get into this part two of this conversation today. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I want to just say that we are in a sacred circle in this podcast. We are in a sacred time. And whoever um, listens to this, whenever, wherever you are, you are here in the magic. And I just want to say thank you. And thank you for tuning in. So yeah, it's Saturday. It is September 24th. It is the second day of Libra season. So, you know, we're moving out of Earth. We moved out of Earth and now we're into air. And I wonder if we want to start with that reading that we did on the other call, or do you want to introduce yourself a little bit more before we jump in? I would I would love to just do the reading that we did or a new one or whatever you want to do. Oh yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, let's do it. I do. I do because I want um, to share and spread the love and you guys will get to know me as you get to know me, but I don't need you to get to know me as much as I need you to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like this world asks you to step aside and to be what it says to be. And I'm like, oh no, when you sit in circle with granddaughter crow, I I am on the I am your ride or die. I will be on the side of your authenticity. And uh, so let's make it about them. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what I've been doing is, and I'll shuffle while you're um, getting your cards together as well. And then you, on the last one, you're ready to go. Um, but I'll tell you what I've been doing is I've been pulling readings for these for the retrograde season. Since we have so many planets in retrograde right now, um, my readings really have been to help people get through the retrograde. So I'll go after you go, and that'll be what my reading is going to be about. 
I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. So sacred people in this sacred time, I am going to, so just one thing about me is that I work with the natural world. I work with the natural world in my divination, meaning that I will um, talk to animal spirits and the, the, the authenticity and depths of the trees and all of that. So the first card that I'm pulling for anybody and everyone who is listening wherever, whenever you are, when you pick this up, this is for you. It is your time of renewal. It is your time of renewal. It is your time for success. It is your time for spiritual progress. It is your time to hope for all good things. And it is your time to even set a sacred space, set a sacred circle for yourself and prosperity. Mm. abundance within mm. your life. Time is now. The mm. beauty around this is that this is the time when you can rise above all your situations as though you are an eagle in the sky where you can see everything and hunting season is on whatever you need. You see it and you grab it. This is also a time for you of the plenty. And when I say plenty and abundance, I'm not just talking about financial. I'm talking about your health, your emotional state, your mental state, your, your whatever it is that you're in. You always will have enough during this season. And that is coined by the buffalo. When the Native American would see the buffalo coming over the horizon, they knew that all of their needs would be met. They utilize every part of the buffalo. So make sure that you are extracting every single part of every single moment that you're in and let it work for you. You will have, yes, you'll have food, shelter, clothing, but you will also have an abundance, which allows your spirit to move into a place of safety, security, and spiritual connection. And so blessings to everyone that is listening. This is a blessing to you and uh, a time of renewal and abundance. I love that. And I, I, before you read, I want folks to just take a deep breath in exhale out and just tune into the frequency of this conversation as you were talking i was just like letting the vibes you know just feeling the actual vibration and listeners i just encourage you to do the same thing unless you're driving of course if you're driving keep your eyes open keep your hands on the steering wheel but mm -hmm. if you're anywhere else just feel the vibes mm -hmm. Be here with us now, and in you feeling the vibe, you will feel, hopefully, the connection that we are on your side. We got you. Granddaughter Crow and Zoe Flowers are rooting for you. Yeah, yeah. And as you were talking, oh, wow. I... I didn't even look down at this card, this Pisces with um, this, with the shell here, 
as you were talking, that is what I was feeling. I was feeling mm -hmm. the spiral from the center of the heart and just going around and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and going forward. You nailed it. You nailed it. And that shell is like that whole sacred geometry of just yeah. exponential vibe out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, got chills. Yeah. And one of the things also, as you were talking, what I was hearing is that there's no need to look back. It's like after tomorrow, after this new moon in Libra, even though all these planets are in retrograde, it's we don't have to like keep looking back to dig up the past to figure it out. We can actually quantum jump. We can actually jump into that new reality that we want. We don't have to worry about who we're quote unquote leaving behind. And it's almost like if there's any kind of cord, I'm actually like seeing, sensing a cord coming out from the, from the tailbone, like an etheric cord that might be connecting us to other people, other situations. I'm seeing us just like grabbing it and just pulling it yeah. out. Yeah. I couldn't, I mean, we're like right in sync. It's like, this is what I would say, light a candle, light a stick of incense, or just sit there in the beauty of being in this sacred space, in this sacred time, and just go, I give you back to yourself and the universe. I give you back to yourself and the universe. I give you back to yourself and the universe and allow the universe, the divine consciousness, whatever that, however that reveals itself to you to take care of them and to take care of you. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let go. I love that. And I'm also hearing cinnamon and I'm seeing cinnamon. So if there's some kind of way that folks listening work with cinnamon, I work with cinnamon around like luck rituals, abundant rituals and things like that. But if there's something else, if you're feeling like a heavy energy or something, maybe you could even take cinnamon and put it on your, like the entryways to your home. Yeah, it's a new season. It's a new day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And cinnamon is really good for this autumn. Mm -hmm. It kind of brings us back inside, mm. you know? That pumpkin spice latte, those cinnamon rolls that, yeah. yeah, it's like return to yourself. That was fun. We spent the summer outside doing what we do, extending ourselves. But now let's come home to you, to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love that. I love the download. I love the flow. Wondering if you want to share, Grand. Oh, I'm about to make a rhyme. I'm feeling the flow, Granddaughter Crow. You want to tell the people what they need to know about Absolutely. you? About you? Who's down? Absolutely. Who's down with GDC? Yeah, you know me. Who's down with GDC? How you know me? Absolutely. Hey, hey. <laughs> you you know I um I am just. Like like Zoe Flowers said, I am here to 
inspire, to encourage, to empower you. Don't look around. I'm talking to you. To be your authentic self. And that is what I'm here to do. And on the planet, in all of the work, in all of my books, in everything that I do, because it's it's like if we get a bunch of people who know themselves and who stand up for what they want, what kind of world would that be? Right. Absolutely. And what would it even mean for like folks like listening to us now to be like, okay, I'm going to be authentic. Yeah. Just flip the switch. Yeah. And so then I guess this opens up a, a wonderful dialogue. Like Zoe Flowers, how do we flip the switch? How do we flip the switch? And I will say, curiosity Mm. flips the switch in ways that you wouldn't even imagine because it allows an individual to let go of assumptions and biases and but this is the way like you were saying in the beginning just because it was you don't need to look back just because of something else happened doesn't mean that that's going to happen we're going to kind of quantum leap here we're going to quantum leap here and 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 when you quantum leap you cannot take the laws or structure of the past right the past narrative you need to kind of come in and, and go what is this world like? Are there two moons? You know, are there two suns in this world? Right. So we're going to approach it as children with curiosity. That's what I would say would be one way to flip the switch. Um, what's another way? How can we flip the switch? How can we flip the switch? I think that what I feel it has something to do with those chords. Those etheric chords to people, places, things during this time, during this this season, this I'm feeling like October to November season, really just doing some work around that tailbone. You know, I'm getting ready to go to um, yoga teacher training in November. Oh, you didn't know in Costa Rica. And so... They give us a whole anatomy book, like a whole yoga anatomy. I was like, oh, okay, this is serious. All right, let's like, we're back in school. But they use a lot of language around your tail. And I mean, I was thinking about that, like this tail, this tail that we used to have. And like, even right now, I'm like rubbing my tailbone and I'm thinking about what enters there energetically what's trapped there energetically in that part of the body and pulling that thing out. What flips the switch? Having something to replace. So I feel like a lot of times we're afraid to like pull things out because we don't know what we're going to fill it up with. So what can you replace things with? Start looking at replacements. Maybe we need to bring new people into our circle. Maybe we need to, again, be in that curiosity about 
who we really are, what makes us feel joyful. Yeah, and follow that. I agree. So, um, like I mentioned, I look at the natural world and, and it's interesting because a lizard that gets caught by its tail will release its tail and grow a new one, right? It'll grow a new one. So that is an organic universal law. And, and then I think to myself, what are the tales that we are telling ourselves about our life? And I will, I will say this, one thing that I have found is that guilt, whether we are guilty or not, the feeling of guilt or over-responsibility will cause us to, oh, but I need to help them. Oh, but I need to make up. I need to, and, and, and so we need to go, this is how we can also release a tale is like, I did the best that I could where I was at. My heart is open as I move into the next quantum leap. I forgive those and I ask for forgiveness. I give as much forgiveness as I receive. We are all innocent. It's clean. And then what do we want? I love that. What what do we want to replace it with? Because absolutely, it's kind of like, I remember myself, you know, um, on the playground and, and I was swinging on the monkey bars. And you don't let go of the last monkey bar until you catch the new one. So what are the things that we can connect with? And I would say, tell yourself a new look at your internal narrative. What story yeah. are you telling yourself? And and what story works better for you and your authenticity? And, 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 and again, I want to kind of come back and go, you know, when we're talking about tail and we're talking about root chakra, yeah. we're not, I want people to recognize that we're talking about DNA memory. Yes. We're talking about societal generational stories yeah so i don't want you guys all being like oh yeah because i messed up or because i didn't behave or whatever i'm like no 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 a lot of the things that we need to release are not our authentic story it is a story that has been told that we need to be this is the play we're casting it you need to be this character that's, that's right. what we need to release that's right that's right that's right, hundred percent. I sent this text to my friend yesterday because I had posted. Well, you saw the post, I think, about the Mercury, the retrograde, and feeling like, oh my god, nobody likes me, nobody loves me, blah blah blah. And I sent it to my friend who's a Taurus because the Taurus card came up, and so I sent it to her, and she was like, oh my god, yes. Why do we feel like that when there's so much love around us? And and I said, girl, it might not even be us. It might yep. not even be our energy. It might just be yep. a hanger on. That's like, oh, they're not that up on their spiritual hygiene right now. They're they're open. So let me just let me just drop in with my guilt and my shame from my lifetime. And like yep. they're walking around sad for no reason, thinking it's them. So another way to flip the switch and the script, you might have to do some ritual. 
you might have to do some burning rituals. You might have to really start taking that seriously. So for me, I've seen dozens. I mean, more than dozens. I don't even know how many readers I've seen. Not as much now as before. Um, But particularly like when I lived in Atlanta and things, I saw, I've seen a lot of readers in my life. And one of the things that they used to say all the time was your friends aren't your friends, blah, 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 blah. But I never believed it because I was very much like, there's only one power in the universe. Like that's how I like, my introduction to metaphysics was Dr. Wayne Dyer was, you know, like Ayan Levan Sant, right? We talked about this on the other call, like in the really early 2000s, um, late 90s, yeah, well, really late 90s is when I saw um, mid 90s, Dr. Dyer on PBS. And he had this uh, PBS special, Your Thoughts Create Your Life. And that was the first time that I heard that. And I was like, oh, shoot, and here I am. I'm like coming out of an abusive relationship. I'm like in my you know, early 20s. And I was like, what? Your thoughts can heal your life. And that just kind of like sent me on this whole exploration and really changed everything. But I had to do the ritual pieces. Yes. And I yeah. had to be willing to listen, which is why I was talking about the readers, because the readers kept telling me these things, but I didn't want to believe them. And I think there was some protection in that. I feel that there was was some protection. And even though they were saying those things to me, um, me being like, there's only one power in the view, like that was a very powerful mindset that uh, I took on and carried for like 15 years. And then my spiritual practice started changing a little bit. And I started to like really recognize like the other side. And for my own joy and sanity and happiness, I'm kind of coming back to there's only one power in the universe. So I'd love to hear what you think about that. But um, I say all that to say that we just might have to do some ritual. We might have to seek out some people for guidance there might have to be a little work done to, you know, do this quantum jump in. Absolutely. So what I would say is the reason why I believe that ritual is so powerful is because of this. I come from a school of thought. You don't have to adopt this. You can. It'll make sense when I say it. It's not something that's so esoteric out there. But that we have four bodies of existence. We have our spiritual body. We have our emotional body. We have our mental body. And we have our physical body. So how do we align the spiritual, mental, and emotional bodies through physical ritual? Yes. So it's kind of like manifestation in that we are actually not just making up our mind, not just deciding within our emotions, not just being a champion in the spirit. It's like, let's bring all of these together and solidify them in the third dimension, yes. which, which is quantum leaping, right? right. And flipping right. the switch. That's and right. so we don't want to just flip the switch in our mind. 
That's right. We don't want to just flip the switch in our emotions or in our spirit. We want to flip the switch right here and now in the physical 3D. And so in order to do that, a ritual brings all of that intention into the physical realm. Yes. Plus, it's just fun, guys. It's just I fun. Mean, yeah, you don't have to get like, oh, now I've got to spend hundreds of dollars and get all this stuff. I guarantee that everything you need for your ritual is somewhere in your vicinity, is somewhere, you know, I mean, okay, so you can't afford a candle right now. Turn the stove on. You know, it's like, That's right. we've got this. We've got this. Be creative. Be curious as a child. Um, as far as one power, yes. Okay, so the way <laughs> I love the end. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's absolutely it's it's one power, but here here's the deal. Yeah. Um I see, and this is just GDC, this is Granddaughter Crow. I see the divine as something somewhat like energy and that it reveals itself to us in different ways. But I also, the way that I look at the world now is like the byproduct or the product of the divine is the natural world. Okay, great. So in the natural world, oh, we, it's like, oh, love and light. Well, yeah, but I don't want to get loved by that hungry tiger, even though we're all one. I may sit here and go, I love plants, but by God, you are my cactus. And I am not stupid enough to get too close to the cactus. I don't want to hug the cactus. I need to love you from a distance. I am people's cactus. People are my cactus. I can be um, a willow tree and I can bloom and I am from the same family as the evergreen. But the evergreen can live in a climate that is snowy. I don't want to live in that cold environment. We are all the natural world, but yeah, there are some things like I will grow in certain environments better than I will grow in others. And that's not to say that one is right or one is wrong, but I, do you see what I'm throwing down? Cause I, do. I get, I do. I get really metaphorical. Yeah. It's kind of like if I'm, behaving as granddaughter crow and i am a raven and i am a crow and and the how i behave is very magical and it looks dark because crows are black and and then they have that effervescence yeah and so yes that is what i am and so when i scare people because they are afraid of that mystery void of the black and effervescence, then I just say, okay, I do not take it personally. I'm like, that's fine. You don't like crows and ravens, but we are still one. Yeah. 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 Can you, can you throw that down to the listening audience in a different language? Cause I know I get really, I paint yeah. pictures. Yeah, no, I, and I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And I, what I, what's helpful for me 
is, and I always think about Gemini's in this because I feel like Gemini's are just like, well, first of all, they're such great people talk about Gemini's being, being mimics, right? And, um, and that to me, they're just such a reflection of the human experience, which I think is why they, people get frustrated with them because they're such a reflection of everything, right? And so if we are all the natural world, everything is present in the natural world. And yeah, and I think for me, I've also come to understand through my practice, like not really getting hung up on good, bad, evil, and all those like things at Hollywood, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But that I do believe we choose our experiences. I do believe we choose our families. I do believe we, you know, and I do believe that some of the things that are happening are a part of the energy of this planet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like the natural world can be seen as one power. Yeah. yeah. Within that one power, it does not mean that everything always agrees with everything else. Right. It's a very um, organic dualistic yeah place but it's also very very beautiful so there are times when i might be someone's bad guy but i shouldn't take that personally because and now we're going to get into internal narratives Mm -hmm. because they have an internal narrative that's casting a story, a play, and they need a villain, and I fulfill that role. Those are the things that I would say, let go of being their excuse. Let go of being their excuse. That's, I'm going to end it right there. Let go of the role of being somebody else's excuse. Let them take responsibility for their own stuff. And approach it like you're being reborn. I mean, the beauty around autumn, mm-hmm. and I live up here in, in Colorado, so we get every single season, mm-hmm. is I get to see the trees release gently, release the leaves, and the leaves dance down the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So releasing something doesn't need to be terrifying. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be organic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ritual can help with that again, because it's fun, right? It's joyful. And if you set your intention to do those rituals with people who you can enjoy yourself with, I think that that makes it even more fun. And of course, it's going to make the energy, it's going to amplify the energy as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So So that's another way to flip the switch is to set your intention to attract your people. Oh, not attract, allow your people to show up. Empowered. That is empowering words. I love it. 
Yeah. So what's the difference between attracting and allowing? Well, when it's, again, it's those tales, right? It's like, oh, law of attraction. Like that's something I had been like really into, right? But now as I just said, attract coming out of my mouth, that too felt like work. It feels like, oh, I got to work to manifest. Oh, I got to work to do all these things. But curiosity, am I curious enough about allowing? So I can't answer the difference because I don't know because I'm geared towards attracting. So I don't know. I'm just going to say I'm intentionally allowing. I, I love it. Because I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not good at it. You know what? I would say that I know, right? I would say that how it how it hit me was attracting, especially when you're talking to a female body, means that you gotta get your eyebrows done, you got to get your hair done, you gotta get the attraction going on. But when you say allow, oh, now I feel like a queen. Now I feel like an empress. Now I feel like a goddess. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to do anything. I'll allow you. I'll allow you. So it puts me into a position of empowerment, right? I'm not trying to attract you with my beautiful eyelashes. I'm I'm going to say, okay, you come to me and I will allow it. I know. Set a queen. Set a queen. I will allow Set it. Set a queen. I'll allow it. I will allow. I will allow your love and abundance to be in my area and 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 i don't i throw this down knowing that women or biological females have been taught let alone bipoc females have been taught oh no oh no you've got to draw them in and it's like oh no oh no i am not afraid that we are going to get too empowered because I can tell you a truly empowered individual who identifies with the female side is, I mean, like let the goddess rise is someone who is gracious, who speaks their mind and lets people know, Hey, look, this is where I'm coming from. What do you have to say? Okay, so it's not a match. Bye-bye. You know, it's very, we have been suppressed so much that I'm just like, I'm not afraid of us rising and allowing people to love us, allowing the quantum leap, allowing. Yeah, it's it's a difference. Allowing it. And, and, And maybe this goes, you know, Zoe Flowers, maybe this goes back to my mission, which is inspiring, empowering. So this is the empowering aspect. Mm-hmm. And even if you're if you're listening and you have a male body, but you identify more with female, you know, I'm not all hung up about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the rise of the feminine divine yes. does not rise like the great pumpkin in Charlie Brown that we all need to show up on, you know, Halloween or Samhain and go, I'm going to watch the feminine divine rise. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. The rise of the feminine divine 
line happens individually within me, within you, whatever that looks like. And so there's my sermon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's like that shell in the very beginning that I saw that was like coming outward. And it's so funny that I put on this, this, uh, sweatshirt in our little interim that has this compass on it that I actually didn't even realize when I bought it I just was cold and so I bought this sweatshirt <laughs> when I was upstate mm-hmm. it's like it's a compass it's like be your own compass that's yes. the goddess energy be your own yes. compass. your yes, body is. is a compass anyway but because of the suppression it's like, yep. no, I don't really want to be around this person. And then instantly it's like, oh no, they're a nice person. Don't da da da. Oh no, la la la. Right. It's like, no, listen right. to that compass the first time. Yeah, I agree. And 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 coming into a position where you're just like, um, I am a part of you, you are a part of me, but you are experiencing uh a, a a power play within you know gossip or abuse and so i'll catch you on the flip side i am going to experience you know love joy peace whatever yeah. it's not and and and, and i got to i got to share this with you um you and your audience zoe flowers the beauty around it is that I, my next book that I'm working on right now has to do with the internal narrative, uh-huh. how to identify that story, where does it come from, and if it doesn't flow within your current and future life, how to adjust that. And that, when you talk about letting go of the tail, letting go of the tail, that's what I'm hearing. Let go of that old story. Let go of that old story. But let's, let's figure it out. And, and let's, um, you know, it doesn't have to take that much work, but ritual, I love that idea. And this is, this is what I'll say for those of you who are like ritual, that sounds like, how do I do that? What I'd say is let's just start with the moon. Yeah. The next full moon after just watch the moon, it decides to wane every day until the new moon where you cannot see it so put all that you want to release in that moon and go with the moon every day for two weeks and let go a little bit more until you cannot see it yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and one of the things how i work with the new moon and the full moon is I work with it for the six months. So of that, of that, of that um, Zodiac. So tomorrow's the new moon in Libra, right? So for the next six months, I'll be working on amplifying, right? Cause we're getting bigger cause we're waxing the things of Venus, the things. So relationships, aesthetics, creativity, So then six months from now, when we're in that, when we're experiencing a Libra full moon, then I'll be able to look and be like, oh, okay, I set some intentions on that new moon and I've been constantly working on it and let's see what actually 
surfaces or culminates on the Libra new moon. So that's how I work with them now. So yeah. So I love that idea of waning to like letting things go smaller for that two weeks. And then boom, when that new moon comes, then you're amplifying. Absolutely. You're building up and you're drawing in. Yeah. And and you're drawing in that energy. I mean, hello, church. I mean, this is such a beautiful, wonderful conversation around or a dialogue around, you know, just renewal and connecting with self. And, And, you know, it's kind of like the reason why I am so excited about talking about connecting with your authenticity is because people who tell you, I, you are this to me, I need you to behave this way and don't ask any questions are the ones that are um, suppressing you. you. You are this role and they're suppressing you. And, and I'm just, I'm here to say, what do you, what role do you want to be in? Yeah. And I am your ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard this thing about like this whole life experience is a simulation and it's like a video game and we all are playing different parts. That's very much what I feel like you're talking about is like, what is your role in this, in this game? Mm-hmm. And how do you, how can you be like, the star player in this game and not somebody yeah. else putting you in that position they feel comfortable with you being in based on your on their programming. Right. Right. Yeah. So I mean honestly, you can't be the star until you know who you are. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to develop your self, your character. Yeah. You gotta be okay. And and when I'm throwing this down, I'm not I'm not saying it lightly, guys. Yeah. I am not saying it lightly. If you pick up the book Belief Being and Beyond, it's all about, you know, deconstructing ideas. It's about, you know, challenging concepts and it's about healing from harmful belief systems. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because I was cast in somebody else's game and it it I literally was it was very very difficult time to get out of that and but I did it and ultimately then I began to believe in myself and so now I hold the space for you to believe in yourself until you believe in yourself. And this is where I want to, I hope I can pull this off. Um, let me see here. Some people try and try again, but end out where they start. They have big dreams till they awake to a world falling apart. Some people have that special touch that makes their dreams come true. And all it is, is one's true belief. And I believe in you. Granddaughter Crow, thank you so much for that. 
That was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, wow. that was that's my 17-year-old self getting me out of the darkness. I wrote that when I was 17. Wow, so beautiful. And and just to let you guys know, I am a Gen X. So, you know, I believe belief being and beyond what we believe in constitutes how we behave if you believe in somebody else's story more than you believe in yourself i will believe in you until you can believe in yourself period and that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna cry i'm all this is so beautiful no Mm -hmm. i feel the same way when i think about what it reacting and responding to other people's ideas about who I was and like the rejection and what it yeah it just would have been nice to hear yeah and I certainly had I certainly do have I'm blessed to have people very close to me who definitely believed in me when I didn't believe in myself for sure but I think that the, I think we have to talk, this is that allowing again. Mm-hmm. The drama, remember we pulled that moon card earlier, didn't allow me to see the people that were in my corner or appreciate them or feel their love. Because yeah. I was so wrapped up in that other story of rejection. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I have lived in many stories. Um, I have lived in the story of I'm the sinner, I'm the slain, I'm the hero, I'm to blame, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and the deal is, is that, you know, for me and my experience, I'm like, I am glad that I experienced all of it. Mm-hmm. Because now I can, I, I can empathize with all of it. I can understand yeah. a broader picture. Yeah. And so I want to, you know, say again, there's no right or wrong, you know, look in the natural world, the, you know, okay, here we go. The natural world does not throw down right or wrong. Yeah. The human mind does. Yep. And I will take it to this degree. The human race is the only organism on the face of this earth that I have found says concepts like narratives, like stories, tales, like I am not good enough. Yeah. I do not belong. I am unworthy. If you look at any other organism on the face of this earth, it doesn't come up against those challenges. Yeah. So I'm not saying that if you feel those challenges that you're right or wrong, that's just kind of back in that spin. What I'm saying is, oh, what you're experiencing is a human program that maybe you can delete, unsubscribe, unfollow. And perhaps if there was anything to be curious about, it might be, oh, what system is benefiting from me hating myself? Oh, is it (laughs) the cosmetic company? Is it the fashion industry? Is it Hollywood? Like, who's benefiting? 
from this right now. So maybe if there was something to be curious about, maybe it's that piece. Like, I no, it's not it. me. There's actually billions of dollars that, <laughs> that went into making me feel this way. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> so then that also, like, you know, uh, that coupled with the ritual, coupled with, you know, people who believe in you, that makes it a little bit easier to allow Absolutely. some experiences. I I feel like this is such a beautiful thing. I mean, this is like a little formula that we're putting together and I'm like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. <laughs> we're putting a formula together. We're putting a formula together. Yeah. Yeah. An antidote. An antidote. Absolutely. And then always remember, anybody who's listening, put you in the circle. Put yourself in the beautiful center until you feel like you belong. Do it until you feel like you belong. Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. Get yourself a journal. Mm Listen to your thoughts, listen to your emotions, listen to your inner child, listen to you because by God, you're worth listening to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you want to talk about the circle? I would love to talk about the circle, like my actual, the circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a beautiful time. I mean, we talk about circles and the reason why I love Circles in general is because there is no beginning and there is no end and there is no head of a circular table. We are all coming to the circle and we all leave the circle as authentic, authentic beings. Um, however, granddaughter crow, remember granddaughter crow, not grandmother, even though I'm a grandmother, granddaughter crow, www.granddaughtercrow.com. You can find out like all the little things that I'm into and um, love to be with you on your journey. I try to stay accessible, but here's what I'm doing. I am throwing down something that I'm called I am calling the circle. The circle happens every Sunday. It's a live Zoom call, not recorded, and you come into it. Uh, it's 2 p.m. Eastern to 3 p.m. Eastern, and then we have the circle social after party after that, you know, which you could just hang out. So it's all about learning, sharing, and growing, and and we talk about mystical, um, you know, esoteric wisdom. And, and I don't like talk in one religion or another. I talk about spirituality in practicality. How do we apply spirit to our practical lives? And, and if you're looking for a community, you know, um, if you're looking for just a um, a shot of the divine before you start on your week, you know, there are different ways that you can engage. I do have, I'm going to be having a free circle at the end of the month on October 30th, 2022. If you're listening to this after that, look for my free circles. If you just want to do a taste test, there are many ways to, you know, do uh, the opportunities uh, for cost and everything, but I'm really wanting to build an environment post pandemic 
where we learn, share, and grow, and you can start coming back into a community in your own space and time and get your own, like, spiritual food, emotional foods, and, and, and so that it, it gasses you up for the next week um, and, 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 and a place that you can feel empowered. Remember, in everything that I do, I mean, seriously, I am here to inspire, to empower, and to encourage you to be your authenticity. And so um, if you want if you want to check that out uh, and you are calling and, and you heard about this. Okay. If you want to check this out and you're hearing about this on the Zoe Flowers show, just you've got a free pass. You've got a free pass. Just tell me, I heard just one free pass. I heard about this on the Zoe Flowers okay. show yeah. and don't come to the free one. Cause then, I mean, come to one that you need to pay and just tell me, Hey, granddaughter crow. I heard about this circle on the Zoe Flowers show that gets you in one time for free and then use the free one that I do to see if you like it. So absolutely. Thank you listeners for, for listening to the, the Zoe flower show with granddaughter crow. Hello. <laughs> I love that you keep saying the Zoe flower show. <laughs> I love it. It has a good, it has a good ring to it. I, I know. I know that this is our power hour. I understand yes. that. But I just like, Yes, the Zoe Flowers show with Granddaughter Crow. Oh, I love I it. We've been rhyming. I mean, hello. We this have. Is crazy. We have. So is there anything else you want to tell the people as we come to a close? I've already shared so much. I'm wondering if there's anything else. I, I do. I do. Um, again, if you're driving, make a mental note. But I'm going to throw down a little exercise for everybody who has spent this power hour with us. Please feel free to put your fingertips together, pinky to pinky, etc., all the way to the thumb to the thumb. I'm going to invite you to inhale through the nose for a few seconds. Hold your breath for a few seconds and then exhale through the mouth and release. Once again, find your own rhythm and rhyme with the inhale, hold, release. And do one more. You are the greatness that you are looking for. Thank you so much. So once again, folks, that's Granddaughter Crow. Listen, this is the Power Hour. I know that you all have been touched and moved. I've been touched and moved. And, you know, Granddaughter Crow has three books available, Belief, Being, and Beyond, The Journey of the Soul, Wisdom of the Natural World. Sounds like another one is on the way. And will you just repeat your um, website one more time for the folks? www.granddaughtercrow.com, www.granddaughtercrow.com. I am here for you. I um, 
I'm here to inspire, to encourage, and to empower you. So there you go. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody that's listening. I am Zoe Flowers. This is the Magic Hours podcast, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.